Hello everyone, welcome back to the Your Mind Matters podcast. I have put this off for as long as humanly possible and I was feeling a stroke of inspiration about 20 minutes ago. I've been thinking about starting up this podcast again for weeks if not months now and the little devil on my one shoulder has just been telling me that I'm not good enough, that it's not a successful endeavor of mine so I should just give it up and pretend like it never happened but I'm not letting the devil on my shoulder win today and decided that I wanted to hit record and start talking to myself and also all of you. So here we are, it has been months and months since I have last uh, opened this app on my iPad and pressed record and editing this is going to be a whole nother beast in itself but I'm coming to you from our new house uh, last time I talked to you we were living in an apartment my when I say we I mean my boyfriend my dog and I and now we are in a nice big house that I love so very much I'm really grateful I'm sitting in my new office which I have finally finished decorating and it is perfect and I love it so much um, but I have just been avoiding a lot of my responsibilities and a lot of the things that spark joy and passion in me and it's just kind of led me to a place of questioning what the hell I'm doing with my life and that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. What the hell am I doing with my life? Hopefully in talking this out to myself, to my iPad, to all of you, maybe I will have a stroke of genius and a little bit of insight as to what I actually am doing with my life. But I wanted to give kind of an update, talk about why I haven't been on here and just kind of where my head's at, you know, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about mental health and mainly my mental health because that's what I can speak on, you know, I'm not any sort of licensed physician to be generalizing a lot of these topics and giving you specific advice, but more so talking about what I'm experiencing and what I'm learning and kind of how I'm using that to move forward and hopefully um, inspiring some of those thought-provoking ideas in you, giving you some ideas of how you can reframe your mindset and your perspectives to have a better experience day to day. But I don't even really know where to start with all of this. I guess I already have kind of started chatting about it, but I don't have a definitive jumping off point as to kind of where I want to start this podcast episode and the topic I want to cover today, or topics rather. Um, I should note that I am pretty sick right now, which I realize is not a convenient time for me to be recording this, but here I am and you're just going to either have to X out of this episode or listen to me sound a little bit congested, which personally, I think I sound a little bit better when I'm congested. I think I can kind of go one of two ways. You either hate the way you sound when you're sick or you prefer it to your regular voice. And for me, I think I prefer it to my regular voice and there's nothing wrong with that, but um, I did have a friend staying with me last week and she was sick at the time and I think I've caught whatever bug she had. I've just got some general congestion in my chest and my nose as I'm sure you can hear in this recording if you go back and compare it to my previous episode which I think came out in like March maybe even April and it is September 14th but we are here and we are trying this again and I'm not going to make any sort of promises because when I make promises to other people and myself and I don't follow through on them it's just really a blow to my ego and it's not a good thing so I'm gonna do my best to show up and make this a regular habit but I'm not gonna promise an episode every week or every other week or anything like that I really just kind of want to see how I can hold myself accountable to doing something like this again uh, without you know making a blanketed promise because I don't want to let anyone down and 
that's been kind of also a common theme in my life recently. I just feel like I'm letting a lot of people down, including myself. I turned 24 this summer and with that came my first quarter life crisis um, to the tune of what the hell am I doing? And is this a real job? Even though I am making money enough to support myself and my dog and live in a beautiful house and you know, have the material things that I desire, uh, which is another topic of conversation we'll cover today, and just the materialism is eroding my brain, and I have a lot of guilt about spending money and, you know, buying things and being, quote-unquote, a material girl, but that is a topic for later. Uh, we're going to go back to my quarter-life crisis of, you know, what am I doing here on this planet we call Earth, and what is my purpose, and Am I wasting my days? Am I spending my time wisely? And I really am trying to move away from the capitalistic idea of you have to be productive, you have to be producing, but when I'm not producing, I have immense amount of guilt that I am wasting my time, I'm wasting other people's times, I'm not progressing, I'm not growing, I'm not, you know, I'm no longer a cog in the machine of capitalism, so what could possibly be the purpose of life if not to be a cog in the machine of capitalism? I don't think that that is a super healthy mindset, so I've been trying to kind of challenge it and ask myself more difficult, um, thought-provoking questions to kind of ask myself why I believe that, and it's pretty clear as to why I believe that. It's because that's the society we live in, and that's what we're told is right and normal and good and how we should be spending our days, but it doesn't feel fulfilling to me, and so I don't want to spend my days, my weeks, my months, my life doing things that feel unfulfilling, but I also don't want to spend that time feeling like a piece of shit, for lack of a better word, um, because I'm not producing things that means that I inherently have no value, right? At least that's what, you know, we're all taught to think that if you're not making money, if you're not producing something for either yourself, for the people consuming it, and for me, that would be you guys, the people who are listening to this podcast, people who are watching me on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or wherever you may find me on a day like today. If I'm not, you know, moving towards that goal, then what am I doing? I feel like I'm just wasting my time and I kind of teeter back and forth between I'm wasting my time and no, I'm not wasting my time. I'm actually really lucky that I don't have to clock into work every day nine to five and, you know, report to the man and do what he tells me to do. But at the same time, I have such a deep rooted belief that if I'm not doing those things and in my case, I am the man, I am the one kind of calling the shots and making sure I stay on top of my things. If I'm not making sure I stay on top of these things that I say I want to do, then I'm just wasting my time. And you know, it's a beautiful thing that on a Wednesday afternoon like today, I can spend most of my morning, you know, puttering around the house, cleaning up after myself and the dog and reading a book and making a matcha and going for a walk. And I love that I don't have to go into work. I don't want to go into work. That's the last thing I want to do. But I also want to stop feeling like I am wasting my own time and that I am just kind of, you know, a waste of space. And uh, I just feel like there are, like I referenced earlier, there's a devil on one shoulder and there's an angel on the other. And I don't really know um, how to make them both shut up. <laughs> uh, I just want to kind of turn the volume down on those two and let them bicker it out themselves and keep me out of the middle of it. And uh, I don't know. I A big part of me 
with all of these questions in my head about what am I doing and how am I contributing to my own life, to society, to my bank account, um, there is a voice that's saying, you know, maybe it's time to take a step back from the internet and maybe try to earn some money a different way. But like I said just a few seconds ago, I don't really want to go into work. I, I know that's a huge privilege to say, but I don't really want to like report to someone else and be doing work for the benefit of someone else. I really do like that my job is focused on me and my interests and my passions, but I think I'm just starting to feel burnt out with the internet, with all the content that I consume in a day, and especially the content I consume that is so similar to mine. It seems like my voice is just kind of lost, lost in the crowd. And I think a lot of content creators feel that way, and I'm sure most people listening to this are not content creators and can't really relate, so I'm not gonna gab on about it too long but um, just on a more specific level to my job and how I make my money, like it is hard to feel like you're not producing anything new, that nobody cares about what you're saying. I mean, there are platforms like Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and some of them it's easy to grow on, like TikTok and some of them it's impossible to grow on and I've been losing followers since literally like what, June 2020 on Instagram and it no longer discourages me in the way that it used to. Like I realize how lucky I am that I have a platform like this, that I have been able to monetize it and that this is my job. I'm literally so lucky. I'm sitting in my office of all of these things that I have purchased with my own money through the job that I have you know, basically created for myself. And I think that's such a beautiful thing, but I'm having a hard time um, seeing the beauty in that these days. I It seems more like a drag and I don't want to say that in a way that's like, oh, I hate my job and I can't believe that, you know, I'm so lucky that this is my job and I still hate it. That's not really how I feel just recently. I've been lacking the inspiration and the you know drive to see that this is a beautiful opportunity and experience for me even if it's not something I do forever um but that's kind of where the other question has come into my brain of like is this what I want to do forever do I see this being a long-term thing for me I've been on the internet for how long almost five years now that's a long time I started in um I guess four years I started in October of 20 no five years. I started in October of 2017. Um, so yeah, we're coming up on five years of me putting my life, mainly my health and fitness journey online. And I think another big part of this little bit of identity crisis, uh, quarter life crisis that I'm having is that I no longer am in college. I no longer work out six days a week. I no longer film my workouts every single day and I no longer track my macros. Um, so much of that has changed in the last couple years and it's been a slow progression, but getting off my birth control and seeing my body change so rapidly has been kind of a big slap in the face for me that my life has changed a lot since I graduated college in May of 2020. It's been over two years now, which is crazy. It feels like it's been a summer and maybe like at the most a year since I've graduated college. I can't believe it's been two plus years and it's been really hard for me to kind of find my identity after graduating college because when I was in college, I was, you know, not a big partier. I was really into fitness and that my whole identity was wrapped up in that. My whole identity was wrapped up in like, oh, I'm not, I'm the girl who doesn't go out and party. I'm the girl who gets enough sleep and, 
you know, goes to her classes and gets good grades and spends a couple hours at the gym every day and tracks her macros and she's in really good shape and she's working on her mental health and, you know, she's not, like, on a four-day bender. And there's nothing wrong with that. I had so many friends in college that did that and I still love them the same, but it wasn't something that really worked for me at the time and I think it was something that set me apart from most people I went to college with, which was a huge ego boost for me. That was a huge part of my identity and... Not that I don't, like, I'm not on four-day benders now that I'm 24, but I'm no longer in college going to the gym, tracking my macros, all the things I said before, and it's really confusing to kind of figure out who you are outside of an institutional setting like college or like a workplace, and that's hard for me to say because I've never been in your traditional, like, corporate America workplace, but I imagine it's a little bit easier to fit yourself into boxes when you have a nine to five and when you have other chores and duties that have to be done within a set amount of time during the day. Whereas I wake up every single morning and I kind of get to decide how my day goes, which I know sounds like the dream for a lot of people. And it is, it is my dream, but recently I've had a really hard time managing it. Also, sorry if my desk chair is squeaking, um, but I've had a really hard time managing it and just kind of, you know, finding the things that light me up that I'm passionate about and it's less of a problem of like what am I passionate about because I could tell you right off the top of my head like three or four things that I'm really passionate about but finding a way to not only monetize them but to stay consistent with them and have that discipline that's another thing I've really um struggled with since I graduated college is that discipline because I was obviously doing all of this social media stuff while I was in college but it was a really easy thing to add on to the checklist of my homework of my you know, school responsibilities. And now that I don't have those school responsibilities, those deadlines that my teachers are giving me, even the calendar of like, oh, I, this is the first semester of school and the second semester of school. I don't have those markers of time anymore that are, you know, set for me. And so it's hard to put myself in those boxes. It's harder for me to hold myself accountable because I almost lean too much into my intuition of like, oh, I don't really feel like doing that today. Or, you know, like maybe that can wait for another day or I'm gonna kind of putter around the house and waste time until I realize I don't really have time to finish that task that I wanted to get done today. And it's been very confusing and I'm not sure that this is something a lot of people can relate to, but that's what I'm experiencing right now. And I have to stop looking at my life through the lens of how can I be relatable? I think that's a big part of the problem that I'm having is because I'm not in college anymore and I don't have those things that fit me into the boxes of relatability to other people. I'm having a hard time deciding who I am, who I want to be, where I want to be in five years from now. And I'm not somebody who really likes to think five, six, seven, eight, ten years in advance. Like, I don't believe that that is... I don't believe that it's my goal to constantly be looking forward and working towards something because it takes away from me being in the present moment, but I'm starting to feel like I'm lacking in the present moment because I'm not prepping for my future and because I'm not, you know, setting up the building blocks to be successful and to have whatever. Of I, I'm just trying to think of like a couple years ago, where did I imagine myself a couple years out of college? Honestly, I think I imagined myself like running my own business and being super successful and taking a step back from social media and pretty much the opposite of, is true. I feel like career-wise and social media-wise, it's weird to call social media my career, but at this point in my life it is. I feel like I haven't really progressed much because I've had a really hard time finding my voice and my identity outside of college and 
oh, I don't know. This is really turning into a therapy session for me, but I think I needed it because I do spend most of my days home alone or home with my dog. And it's nice to talk, but I, talking to your dog is different than, you know, talking to a person or even talking to yourself with the door shut and the dog in the other room and you really have to sit and be with your thoughts. And I'm honestly just confused about what I'm supposed to be doing here and where I'm supposed to be tomorrow, next week, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. Um, the only thing I can really say with confidence is like, I feel really solid in my relationship, in my romantic relationship with my boyfriend. And I feel like moving in together was one of the best things we've ever done for ourselves, for our relationship, for everything. And it's really just made that aspect of my life a lot more solid. Uh, I've grown up my whole life saying like, oh, I don't really want to get married. Marriage isn't that important to me. And it's still not like the most important thing in the world. But after living together for a year, I do see us getting married in the next few years, which is sooner than I would have said if you asked me a year or two ago, I'd say, oh, probably not till my mid thirties. Like there's so much in life that I want to enjoy and spend my money on before worrying about getting married. But now that we live together and I know that this is a sure thing, I see it happening sooner and that's pretty much the only thing that I am sure about in my future. I don't know where I want to live, I don't know how I want to be making money, I don't know what I want to be doing as a job or if I still want to do social media and how I, if I do want to do social media, how is that going to look? Because inherently I do like my job, I do like taking pictures, I do like filming videos, I do like editing videos, I like telling a story through the editing of a video, that's fun but I don't know what that story is anymore. I don't know what my message is anymore. I don't know who I am anymore. And that's a really scary thing as a 24 year old. At the same time though, I realized that that means there's an endless possibility of people and versions of myself that I can become, but not knowing is really scary and it leaves a lot of question marks in my head. It's a very open-ended prompt of like, who do you wanna become as a, 20, a newly 24 year old girl who do you want to become? What do you want out of this life? Like when I'm, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, up into my hopefully 70, 80, 90s, I want to reflect on my life and feel like I spent it in a way that was fulfilling to me. And that doesn't necessarily mean it had to be a super productive life. I didn't have to be a slave to corporate America or to the production of goods and services or entertainment in my case. But it's just really confusing. So that's kind of an update on my quarter life crisis. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, the materialism thing. Um, TikTok is melting my brain to make me believe that I have to buy every trendy item for my body, for my closet, for my home, for my dog, for my boyfriend. And it's just making us clones of one another. It's really a scary thing. And this is another aspect of where the angel and devil on my shoulder kind of go back and forth because in this process of like who am I becoming who do I want to be a lot of that has to do with my outward identity right and so how do you express your outward identity by the way that you present yourself the way that you're dressed the way you do your hair the way that your face looks the way that you know the things that you say the things that you care about the what you're contributing to the world and inherently we live in a society where consumerism rules pretty much everything we do. I mean, by listening to this podcast, you are a consumer. You're consuming my voice, my thoughts, 
into your brain and digesting them in the same way that you're watching a TikTok and some girl's like, oh my God, you should go buy the Birkenstock Boston clogs. Here's five outfits I'm gonna put together with them, which I should note, I do own two pairs of Boston clogs and I love them very much, but I owned at least one pair before they became trendy. I recently bought another pair because I wanted a bigger size and a different color, but that is not important. Um, that's just like the big fall trend right now that I'm sure every single person, whether or not you think they're cute, have seen on their TikTok for you page. And so that's the example I'm going to use. You see this video of this girl like in these cute outfits and you know what? You might think Boston clogs are so ugly. They might not be your personal style. And you know what? That's fine. We're not all supposed to have the same personal style. What is trendy and cute to me might not be trendy and cute to you. And that is what allows us to have, you know, differences in opinions on clothing, on politics, on all these different things. We don't all have to think the same things are right for us but you might see that video and even if you don't think that they're like super cute shoes that you think fit into your wardrobe you might be influenced to buy them because tiktok is making you be a consumer of not only the content but eventually you're going to buy something you saw on tiktok whether it's the boston clogs or something from someone's amazon storefront or i don't know fill in the blank to something you've bought on tiktok in the last month because i'm sure that you have and this whole materialism thing, like, it's almost like a competition. It's like, their outfit looks cute, so my outfit can't look cute unless I have the same exact components that they have. And we are just turning into little consumerism monsters. And I also think this is the first time in my life, you know, in the last four years that I've had a steady income and a disposable income. I've had money to spend on these things. And I didn't have money to spend on these things when I was 18. And also TikTok wasn't a platform when I was 18. And Instagram wasn't as much of a shopping platform when I was 18 and so it's just really confusing to see all of these things being advertised to us whether the person is being paid to advertise them or not. Uh, we're being influenced to buy all these things that we don't really need and personally my closet is overflowing and it's making me sick and it goes back to the angel and devil on the shoulder of one of them's like, that's such a cute outfit, you should buy it. And the other one's like, girl, your closet is full, you don't need it. But then somehow, someway, I end up impulse buying the thing that I don't really need. And then I have buyer's remorse. I feel super guilty. I either end up returning the item or I have to sell some stuff in my closet to make up for the fact that I'm adding to my closet. And ugh, I don't know. It's been a huge, huge back and forth battle in my head the past couple months of like, me buying things, even when I buy things that I need, even when I go to the store and buy groceries or I buy a pair of, like a pack of socks because all my socks have holes in them, I feel immense amount of consumerism guilt. And I don't know where I'm really going with this besides telling you guys this is how I'm feeling. And if any of you are feeling this way, please tell me how to make this stop because it, it just consumes so much of my mind and I don't know, I don't know what to do about it. Um, but that's my rant on material goods and consumerism and I guess the other thing or the last thing that I want to talk about because I don't know let me go look on my uh Spotify what is the last podcast episode I made oh feeling fulfilled being productive but the one before that was on May 1st of coming off my birth control update so let me give you an update because it's been another couple months um I found a functional medicine doctor here in Denver I have taken a blood test, I've taken a hormone test, 
I'm going in on Friday. Today's Wednesday. I'm going in on Friday to go over the results of my hormone test. Um, I did go over the results of my blood test and it was actually surprisingly better than I thought it would be. My thyroid levels were really healthy and normal, which is huge. That was a big concern of mine that I was having, you know, um, some issues with my thyroid function, but that is not the case. Um, I do have high insulin levels, which means I am insulin resistant, which if you're interested in learning more about this, I'm still trying to get the entire mechanism down and the vocabulary down. But if you're interested, I would really recommend reading or doing what I'm doing, listening to the audiobook called Why We Get Sick. And it's all about insulin resistance and how most people in this country have insulin resistance and how insulin resistance or also referred to as hyperinsulinemia uh, leads to most of the major chronic diseases that we experience in this country and how the foods that we're consuming and the blood sugar spikes and the amount of sugar just generally we're consuming and high glycemic foods that we consume um, are causing this hyperinsulinemia or insulin resistance. So if you're interested in that, highly recommend the book. It's a little bit technical if you don't have a lot of like scientific knowledge or background. It might be a little challenging to digest. Maybe you could listen to some podcasts with the author. His name is Dr. Ben Bickman. Um, that might break them down in a little bit more of an easy way to digest. But from that, without seeing my hormone test yet, we've kind of concluded that I probably have um, insulin resistant PCOS, which in the most basic way I can describe it is we all, men and women, our bodies produce testosterone. And then there is a mechanism that converts testosterone into estrogen. And when you have insulin resistance, your body cannot produce as much estrogen from the testosterone. So in my case, because I have high insulin, that's kind of what's happening. And I have an excess amount of testosterone in my body and I'm not producing enough estrogen, which is why I'm not ovulating. Um, that's the other update, I guess. I haven't ovulated. I've had a few periods, but um, I'm not ovulating according to my body temperature. I'm still using natural cycles every single day consistently. Um, and I have not ovulated yet. So that's kind of the big thing we're tackling, I assume that that's what's going to be reflected on my hormone test but if you guys are interested I'm happy to do another episode on like an actual proper birth control or post-birth control removal update and kind of what that hormone test says and what I'm doing um, with the advice of my doctors and the nutritionist I'll be working with to kind of you know smooth those issues out but after seeing my blood test, I am pretty optimistic that this isn't going to be a huge scary beast of like, I have hypothyroidism and a ton of other issues that really need to be ironed out. I think it's going to be, you know, a long journey and it's not going to be an overnight fix, but it's not going to be as severe as I once catastrophized it to be in my brain. So that's good news. Um, but overall, that's what's going on with me. That's my quarter life crisis. Um, I could dive more into the birth control thing, but I kind of want to wait to get my results back so I have a little bit more to talk about technically aside from the ways that I'm feeling. Um, but in short, the weight gain or the extreme weight gain, I should say, has pretty much stopped. It's not as bad as it once was. Um, 
it definitely fluctuates through different times of the month, whether I'm, you know, getting close to my period or not. Um, my skin has been quite bad. My mental health, fairly stable. Despite all of these things that I'm feeling, say that I had these feelings a year ago, um, I would have spiraled into the deepest, darkest depression yet. And it's not that I don't feel depressed at all right now, but I'm a lot more rational in my inner dialogue and I don't let myself spiral as much as I once did. So that's a positive um, and has really just been a great anchor to come back to in all of this that like, you know, despite all of these weird mixed emotions that I'm feeling about my job, about the world, about what I'm contributing and not into the world, about my health, about my identity, um, it is really nice to know that like I have made a huge stride in my mental health and not spiraling and not letting thoughts and feelings like this control my entire being and how my day and my week and my month and my life goes. So that's been really good. Uh, we're making baby steps, you know, and I want to, I want to acknowledge the good things that I'm doing for myself. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, next episode, if you guys are interested, I will do a full birth control update. But I think this was enough rambling for today. I got through a full 30 minutes. Might be a little shorter once I edit this down. Uh, but as you can hear, my voice is getting more raspy and more groggy by the minute. So I think I'm going to end it here. I'm going to pack up my bag and go over to a little coffee shop down the street that I've been eyeing that has a really nice patio. And I'm going to edit this so I can get it up for you guys. And... Hopefully, I'm not making any promises like I said before, but hopefully I will have another episode for you next week. Also, little random update. If you do follow me on YouTube, um, I have not been on YouTube because I got a new camera and then my new camera broke before I was even able to use it. It literally won't turn on. So Nikon is sending me a new one. It should be here tomorrow and I will be filming a YouTube video this weekend. So there will be a new YouTube video coming, but I've had a lot of technical difficulties with that. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, if you want to stay up to date with me, check it out on TikTok, Nappy Fit. Nat has two T's. Fit has two T's because my account was hacked and then someone stole my original username. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Nappy Fit, just one T and fit. And yeah, don't forget to give this podcast a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.